Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Live episode number 643, titled Blaming Halo. This is a show about Xbox gaming and anything else we want to talk about. I am one of your fine hosts for today. My name is Rob, also known as Presar. And with me, as always, I got my good buddy, Mark. Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Mark, also known as Wingman709. And as per usual, when Brun is not here, that's our third of the crew uh he is on assignment at gamescom 2014 how about that one yeah so he does have some xbox one stuff over there to report back on <laughs> but we are not affiliated with microsoft or the xbox in any way this is a show being done by fans for fans of the microsoft xbox the views and opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of microsoft and I also want to make mention that the TXL Game Pass Game of the Month for February 2022 is Hitman 3. I think that's all the stuff we got to get out of the way. You, you ready to get on with the show? I am. I take that as a yes. <laughs> and uh, as far as... Uh, playing games i haven't been able to play anything other than mobile games here and there even barely those and i'm pretty mad i lost my streak with the xbox rewards oh thing oh well uh oh whatever but uh, uh what have you been playing um i still can't stop playing ghost recon breakpoint i did finish all three episodes so all the main stories for all three episodes. Um, I really liked episode three because it was kind of like go after all these targets. Like you were just targeting people <laughs> um, and all these different people in the organization. And that was just kind of fun to go out and take them all out. But um, I've completed every story mission in that game. Um, I only I thought all I had left was some faction missions and i came across someone yesterday i was playing just doing a, what i thought was my last faction mission and it's like nope they gave me another one and then as i was on that mission i was interrogating somebody and it was like oh here's another side mission <laughs> that came up and i so it's like man how much stuff is in this game <laughs> it just keeps going so um yeah, there's there is so much to it. So I'm I'm still I just I love the game. I'm so so happy with Breakpoint. And nice. if if anybody out there, I know people have played it. I would really like to do the raid. I want to see what the raid is. They've got like several different places to do raids. I really want to try it, but you got to I from what I can tell, you got to have your own party. It doesn't look like there's any kind of uh uh, matchmaking so i gotta have a squad so if there's some people that would like to run through a raid on ghost recon breakpoint hit me up we'll we'll schedule it out um, maybe i'll do a looking for group but i'd rather play with people that you know from the community so um also i played Fortnite. obviously i did uh rob i sent you a picture i hit level 100 finally oh yes um, mm -hmm. So I had to snapshot that and send that to you. Well uh, done. Well done. It's it's not 
I don't know. I, I it's weird, you know, the whole thing with Fortnite. It's like one season I'm hooked, and the next one it's kind of like uh, feels like a grind, you know. Right? But I think this time it's been I was I got into the Far Cry game, you know, I really got hooked on that, and then I finished that, and now I'm just sucked into Breakpoint. It's like I just don't want you know with Breakpoint. I'm I'm kind of like sad, like there's nothing to do. <laughs> it's like, well, there is now. I mean, there's still stuff to do, but it's like knowing that all the storylines are done and it's weird. <clears throat> I'll look at the map and there's still so much area that I still haven't even like been to. The map is huge and there's and it's like, <coughs> oh, goodness. Sorry. <coughs> Coughing fit. The, the game is gorgeous. One of the things that I, I wanted to mention about Breakpoint too was that like you'll go to different parts of the island or, or or various islands off of the main one. And it's like the terrain will be really different. Like I was in this area where it's kind of like marshy and just like the trees are very different. It was just like everything is so realistic looking as for the terrain and the environment in this game. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I, it, it's different. It, 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 there's so many variations, the, you know, the snow, the desert, the, the marsh, the swamps, the regular forest, you're climbing mountains. It's just, they've done such a fantastic job in, and it's neat because it's not, not the same thing. You know, you get so used to playing these games where no matter where you are in the area, it all looks the same. And I'll, I'll say that like Halo Infinite is beautiful as it is. Now, when I see Recon Breakpoint and I think back to like Halo Infinite, it's like, well, that whole area all looked the same. I mean, it was beautiful, but like it didn't have the variety of even tree types or, you know, just uh, the landscape was just it is changing. And it's just they did such a remarkable job. Um, Such a great game. But anyways, enough on Breakpoint. Unless, again, you want to raid with me, let me know. I'd really like to try the raid out and see what it's like. Um, <clears throat> Again, I did. I said I played Fortnite. How did I get back to Breakpoint? That It just sucks you in that much. <laughs> I somehow ended up back with, oh, I know. Because like Fortnite's like one, one time it's on, one time it's yeah. off. And it seems like this season's like, eh. You know, yeah. it just hasn't been as much, but uh, I do got to say there's, have you, have you played enough to see Clom? No, I basically started it up. I bought the season pass. I played like one or two games and then that was it. Oh, you didn't even see Clom. You got to see Clom. Yeah. Clom when is, is awesome. When's the season end? March? I want to say March 17th. It actually tells you on the title screen now. Okay, so there's still some time. And they did some updates. So I'm so happy about two of these things that they just did, except their latest update I noticed has caused some issues. But the in these two updates doesn't make any sense why it would affect the game. But number one, it doesn't load up, it loads straight into the lobby now. Yep. I heard, I heard about that battle Royale. It doesn't make you go to the menu and select save the world or battle Royale, which I love that because I always go play battle Royale and it's like, it was always dumb that I always had to select that. So I'm very happy about that. 
And then the second thing, and these are all stupid minor things, but I hate those stupid little exclamation points on, hey, you have a new skin, or you have a new song, or you have a new character, or you have a new back bling. You know, so it, it always highlights that there's something new. Yeah. And you'd have to go into the thing and scroll through all the page, you know, the whole long list of stuff up and down to find it just to, to look at it so that the exclamation point would go away. Now they've got a, now you, when you're at your locker, you go up one spot and hit the A button and it wipes out everything. Nice. Like, like it removes all the exclamation points. You don't have to go and look at everything because, <clears throat> which is kind of stupid because you already know what it is because in the battle pass, you've unlocked it. Yeah. yeah. So you selected what item you want to unlock. So you already know what's in there. So, so it's the that was like Fortnite version of Mark is red. Of what? Mark is red. Like an email. Mark all emails oh, yes. read. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. I thought you were saying I was the color red. That's what, it, yeah, I said, that's what I said too. Yeah. <laughs> that's the encrypted version of what I was saying. So it was like quality of life things. Yeah. It's like, oh, what an awesome, thank you guys. Thank you. <laughs> so it's still there for people that like to go, oh, I got something new here. But for people like me, it's like, I don't want to go dive into eight different screens going up and down the list, especially someone who's been playing a lot. And there's a lot of stuff in there. It takes a while. It's just like, nope, cleared out. I want to, because I tend to play as my, as my one character, you know, yeah. I, that's the thing. I'll stick to one for a while and then switch to another one. Um, but uh, yeah. So then other than Fortnite, I, I, <laughs> I tr- went back to Dying Light 2. I have not had a lot of excitement about it. So the last time I talked about it, I had gotten to, oh, what is it called? It's kind of like where you're meeting, you can talk with people. You're like in a, um, it's a safe zone. I guess it's your first safe, well, it's not your first safe zone. Uh, The very first one uh, you get to, I would say, is at a radio tower. It's like after you really kind of do your first mission. I think, but then you go into the town and you end up going to a church and that's kind of like a central market or something like that. I, I, the bazaar, I think it's called the bazaar and it's like, talk to, talk to the people, the bazaar. Well, I've talked to everybody and it still tells me that talk to people, the bazaar. And I've, I've walked around the outside of the church. I've talked to, I've gone up to every single person inside that i can find outside that i can find and it's like i don't know what to do like i can't find anyone else to talk to Mm -hmm. and so i can't go any further until i figure this out (laughs) i'm like this is frustrating so i'm like yeah we'll go back to ghost recon (laughs) (laughs) and here we are back at break yeah there we go (laughs) we should keep a tally how many times it happens this this could be yeah maybe next episode will be like make it a drinking game every yeah. time Mark says breakpoint or ghost recon you take a drink of your your soda mm-hmm. your orange juice because it's sure. a family game sure it's a family game your root beer so I I got nothing to report on dying light too I can't get out of the church I don't know what I'm supposed to do so if anyone has any secrets um, 
I went outside. I saw the board. I talked to a guy about why the pictures are on the board. I've talked to all the vendors. I've walked up to every person. There's people there that some you can talk to and they're not highlighted. I've, I've walked up to everybody. I've slept and woke up at night and did the same thing. And there's new people there. I slept again till the day and back the daytime people are back and just nothing seems to have changed. So maybe I need to walk outside the church at night. Maybe there'll be somebody new. I don't think I've walked outside the church at night. So, but anyways, hopefully I can figure it out this week and make move on because I'm very early in the game. I mean, very early. What's your assignment for the weekend? How about that? That is it. All right. Okay. But that, that's it. That's all I played. All right. A couple quick things to mention before we get on with the shoe. Uh, if you uh, want a great way to support the show, it just takes a couple seconds. Uh, whatever podcasting or whatever platform that you use, iTunes, Spotify, whatever, uh, find the show on there and give us a, a review on there. Five stars, if you could, or whatever the highest uh, number is, of course. And uh, that's a great way to support the show. And also it helps us get... Uh, uh, shown to more folks out there and grow with, grows the community. We'd really appreciate that. Also, we have a Facebook group. If you're not a member, just join uh, this Xbox Life on Facebook. We got a great community on there. Good discussion. Just uh, answer the two simple questions if you're not a member, and you'll be right in. Uh, also, you can leave a voicemail over on our website there's a little voicemail widget you can leave a recording up to about 90 seconds in length if you need to talk longer just leave multiples and uh, we'll play it on the show and we got a whole bunch of them this week so you want to start with the first one all right i'm sorry i not the noise noise in the background but yeah the dogs are on my end not the voicemail so i apologize yeah good morning gentlemen Yes, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. What a great game. I've completed it and done all the different chapters on that as well. So thanks for the feedback on uh, Dying Light 2. Haven't actually got into that yet. I got sidetracked. Just purchased Borderlands 3 Super Deluxe Edition because it was down from £89 to £26. I wanted that game, but I didn't want to pay the price. And I'm feeling the same thing with Dying Light 2. I bought it anyway. Never mind. It's all good fun, isn't it? These games we keep buying. Lego Star Wars, the complete saga is coming out soon. I'm going to be diving straight into that. That I will buy on day one because I love those Lego games. Very simple to play. No stress. That's the type of game I like. Dead Island. Do you think they're going to do another one? Because I really did like those games. The gameplay on it was easy. And the graphicals were, were, were nice. It was good. The whole game was just excellent. And like Wingman, I put a lot of time into that game. Really enjoyed it. Do we have any um, ideas about if they're going to do a reboot or maybe a modern version of that? That would be great if they were. As always, gentlemen, thank you for doing the show. You keep me uh, entertained through the wee hours. So... Thanks for right or calling in Cat Flap. As far as Dead Island, Dead Island 2 has been in the works for a long time. And my understanding is that it is still in the works. They are still working on it. Um, I My only concern about it is if they ever do release it is the fact that it's been 
it's kind of been a developmental uh, purgatory um, that that it, if it ever does come out, it might just be um, not so good because it's gone, I think, through three or four different developers at this point, um, which is never a good sign. But my understanding is they are still working on it. Um, in fact, there was some news. Oh, in fact, this is like just a day ago. Um, so here's a story off of PC Gamer. They're saying Dead Island 2 might actually be out by early 2023. Um, so I still got my fingers crossed. Um, again, I think it's better than Dying Light. Um, I did not enjoy Dying Light as much, but, um, and here's the update. So yeah. Deep Silver confirmed in an email sent to PC Gamer that Dead Island 2 is still a go, but did not comment on the possibility of a 2023 release. We have confirmed that we have confirmed that the game is in active development and we show and we'll share more details once we are ready. So, so that's the official update. So it's still it's still a go. They don't have a release date. Okay. I am hoping we get one. Oh yeah. <laughs> but again. The, the length of time and the amount of developers, I don't know if it's going to be the game that, that you know, like Catflap and I and many others have loved. So we'll have to wait and see. Any any other comments on anything else you said, Rob? Nope. <coughs> All right. Let's get into the next. Now, the next three, and hopefully these are in order. I, I took them as the way they came in, but uh, the next three are from our good buddy Shamik. Who I, I want to say he calls me out and says I don't like him in one of these voicemails. That's not true. That is not true at all. <laughs> I just don't. So I want to clarify when I said last time, I said I hadn't screened these calls. I know sometimes you got, like to get um, use adult language in the Facebook group. <laughs> so I was like, I was hoping it wasn't in the voicemails. Um, so that that's all, Shamik. I, I got nothing against you, buddy. So we need to we need to game sometime. But anyways, here I'm just gonna run through these, all three of these. Well, I'll do one at a time, yeah, Rob. Yeah, one uh, at a time. Yeah. We'll do one at a time. Microsoft messaging regarding the purchase of Activision and Blizzard is very confusing. I'm confused. I listen to the insiders. Some believe it means this thing, some believe it means another thing. What I believe is this messaging is for the regulators to please the regulators because Microsoft does not want to lose $3 billion. That would be a train wreck. So I'm just going to sit back and wait for them to officially own Activision and Blizzard. And then I'm going to make my decision. And also, have you guys thought of the idea of Call of Duty? Maybe multi-plat, but it might be time exclusive to Game Pass. What if Microsoft says, yes, it's coming to PlayStation, but a year after release? I think that, you know, that's a possibility. Okay, so that's his first one. Um, I do agree that messaging on this is very confusing. Like, yeah, they have to be careful. They, They do. Yeah, they do. And even with um, the Bethesda acquisition, they 
it took a while for them to kind of come out and just say, boom, here's what's going to be exclusive. You know, they even there and then pretty much everything is right from Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I feel that they're doing it for the regulators. Uh, we've talked about it before about uh, Phil said our intent is to keep it on all platforms. Oh, that's what you, you, oh, well, we tried to do it, but you know, the intent could be if, if Sony allows game pass app on the PlayStation and we're going to dish up the game to to your Sony's customers through the cloud, but Sony wouldn't allow it. So it's not our fault. It's their fault. We intended to do it. We tried, you know, yeah. Um, same with Nintendo. How, how is, how are you going to put call of duty on switch? Because that was one of the things the last article was like, we want to mm-hmm. bring Call of Duty to the Switch. Well, then you're going to have to do it through the cloud. You know, I don't yeah. think that thing can handle Call of Duty. I could be wrong. I mean, but, you know, it does do a lot of great things. At, at 320 by 200. I, well, Fortnite looks good on there. 640 you know? by 480. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just don't know. So I'm thinking they would like to get the Game Pass app on there as well. And I think that's kind of what they're referring to. So I do think there's a lot of, uh, this is what we would like, but we're not giving the whole story, but we're letting the regulators know that, yeah, we're going to, our intent is to keep everything everywhere. I don't necessarily believe that because I I think it's so much money. I mean, they spent what, what was it? Seven billion, six, seven billion for Bethesda. And they're making everything basically go even stuff like elder scrolls. It's going uh, exclusive. You know, you want to play the game, you got to buy the box, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why would they spend 10 times that money just to keep things as is? I, I just don't see that. Now, I know there's the argument that Call of Duty, there's so much money in Call of Duty on PlayStation side. But again, people left Xbox and went to PlayStation when called, they got the Call of Duty exclusives and stuff like that. People will come back. Yeah. Call of Duty people will come back. So I, I think it's that big of a brand that you can make it exclusive or like he said, timed exclusives. Now I could see them keeping it on Sony and not even doing the timed exclusive because it's going to be free in game pass. So it's like, but again, if someone's, if on, if you're on Sony and they're only playing one game, then you're paying your $70 a month in a, a compared to what? $120 a month for game pass mm-hmm. or I mean 120 a year. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you only play the one game, you're not going to jump ship. You're not coming to game pass to spend more money to play the game. Right. Unless you have an interest of all this other stuff that I can see you doing it, but um, it's definitely going to be in game pass. So uh, there's that incentive already that you don't have to pay. You really, you don't, you're not paying for it. Right in a way, mm-hmm. so it's included. Yeah, y- you know, I could see them doing something like, let's say, hey, you know, Call of Duty's coming out next month. Get it, you know, it's coming going straight to Game Pass on Friday, and then the official release is on Tuesday. Right, I could see them doing something like that. That'd be very easy to do. Now, the only thing is that companies make money in a couple of different ways, right? First, there's the ecosystem. 
that you know brings in Game Pass, it brings in Xbox Live, you know, hardware sales, and then there's the game itself. With something like COD, with such a huge fan base, if they sell it on other platforms, they're making tons of money, regardless, right? So it's a whatever the situation is, it's a win for Microsoft unless the regulators step in. So you know they definitely want to be clear; they don't want to ruffle any. Buddy's feathers. Microsoft is typically the company that people love to hate with everything yeah. that they do across all platforms, right? Azure, Windows, uh, you know, the productivity apps, Xbox. <laughs> you know, just people love to bag on them. So they got to be careful. Uh, you know, the history proves it. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think anything's going to change quickly. It might change 10 years from now, but 10 years from now, the gaming environment's probably going to be different anyway. But I, I know we're under time constraints. Should we uh, get rolling? All right. Let me go into yeah. this next one. Okay. Hey, it's Shamik again. I know, Mark, you don't like me, but <laughs> I love you. Um, I love you too, I man. Know you, I know you guys have heard of the whole scale bound situation how um platinum wants to make the game and they're putting pressure through the public to get xbox to come to the table yada 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 how do you guys feel about this xbox says since we own all the assets we own the ip we're going to allow you to make the game we're not putting up none of our money we're going to allow you to make the game give you all the assets, let you borrow the IP, yada, yada, yada. But it comes to Game Pass day one. And that's it. So if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And if it does, we got it on Game Pass and you get to use the assets, the license for free. How do you feel about that? Hmm. What do you think, Rob? You're, you want to take that up? I was typing a work email. Sorry. <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was looking at a work email. <laughs> Sorry, we're no. we're actually recording in the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Something so, just came up. Uh, a super important thing. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play it one more time. Yeah, I, I I'm done reading. So here we go. <laughs> hey, it's Shamik again. I know Mark, you don't like me, but. I love you. I love you so much. I'm um, listening to you again. I know, Say you, that again. I know yeah. you guys have heard of the whole scale bound situation, how um, Platinum wants to make the game and they're putting pressure through the public to get Xbox to come to the table, yada, yada, yada. How do you guys feel about this? Xbox says, since we own all the assets, we own the IP, we're going to allow you to make the game. We're not putting up none of our money. We're going to allow you to make the game, give you all the assets, let you borrow the IP, yada, yada, yada. But it comes to Game Pass day one. And that's it. So if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And if it does, we got it on Game Pass and you get to use the assets, the license for free. How do you feel about that? So is he? 
So I think he's saying that they can make it so it won't be and it would not be an exclusive that they can make it multi-plat, make the game, but Xbox, because of all the money they've already lost in development of it um, before, they're not putting anything else, but it's like, no, you're going straight into Game Pass on our platform day one. I don't know. I'm so I'm so have kind of different thoughts about this. If if what I've heard before about the history of Platinum Games, so Microsoft gave them a bunch of money um and Platinum Games were supposedly working on this title with an engine they weren't familiar with in a game style, I guess that they are a new a new IP and they were pumping out other games but they weren't. They just kept delaying this one, and there was a whole bunch of problems. And I, you know, Phil came on board, and it's like, wait a minute, you guys are just taking money from us, not giving us anything, but you're releasing a whole bunch of other games. Um, and so he's like, forget it. So if that's the case, then I would be like, no, you guys not going to come back to the well and suck more money from Microsoft just because they're writing checks right now. You know, you had your chance, forget it. You you mismanaged it. You you basically stole money from us. Essentially, it's the way it seems. So I say no. They they shouldn't get it. And who cares? I mean, personally, I had no excitement in the game. I thought it looked dumb. I I really did. And it was more of like, why is this guy running around with the freaking big headphones on his head? And it just looked very corny and stupid to me. Um, I thought it looked dumb. So I have no interest in this game. So I can look at it from that aspect of you know, more of should you revive it or not? Um, And again, like there wasn't a whole lot of excitement about it until it got canceled. Um, And then that's when people are like, what? You know, Um, so if, if you didn't care about it before when it was in development, why do you care now? You know and I'm talking? That, that question's more out to the community of the fans. It's just, I wouldn't bother. It's dead. It's dead. Let's move on. And, you know, to platinum, make something else, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think if they were going to, I almost feel like if they were going to revive it, that Bill should say, yeah, we're going to bring it back. We're going to let some other development house do it. We've got enough developers in house. They can, they, when the Activision thing goes through, they've got like five or six studios all working on call of duty. It could just take one of them and say, Hey, you're now, you're now going to do scale bound. Cause Microsoft owns that IP. I think that would make more sense than to let the same people who failed on it before have a second shot. At right. It, oh, yeah. So. History does repeat itself. Yeah. <laughs> that is fact. Look at history. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. And uh, his last one. Here we go. Now, I'm again, I'm going to pay attention. <laughs> sorry for sorry for catching a work email there. Both of us. Here we go. What are the odds? Hey guys, this is Shamit. Um, a lot of people is upset that Call of Duty is going to be multi-plat. And I actually feel the totally opposite. I think the more Call of Duties that are sold, the more money Xbox can get. The more money they get, the more they can invest in games. And those games can come to Game Pass. So why not allow Sony and their fans to fund more games for us. So I'm happy Call of Duty is multi-plat. Let, let, let 
the Sony fans buy all the Call of Duties while I sit back and just play it for free on Game Pass. That's how I feel. So continue paying that $70 while I pay my $15 a month. <laughs> that is such a great point. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that's the flip side. You got so many Call of Duty players over there. Um, and I, that might be the $3 billion he was referring to in his first voicemail um, about, you know, Microsoft doesn't want to lose that money. So if there's, because I think the majority of Call of Duty players are on the PlayStation now at this point. Um, and I know it's like the biggest title for PlayStation. Um, that's a lot of money to leave behind. But again, you paid so much money to get this, these titles. I just don't see you spending the money to keep things as they are. You know, yeah, yeah. that just doesn't, doesn't add up. You know, in the end, I'm sure whatever they do is going to be the most beneficial money wise. So whether that means they do one thing over another, you know, it was looked at and financially it's the, the preferred way it has nothing to do with you know hurt feelings or anything it's purely about money purely about sales on a spreadsheet (laughs) yep and phil spencer you know people like him the majority i know (laughs) you have your one or two out there that don't like him but those are some twisted individuals i mean the guy has done great for this brand and you know, he he had to fight tooth and nail to get my uh, X or Microsoft to sign off on Game Pass. This was his his baby. This was his idea. They they Microsoft was against it. And I guess he kept fighting that fight. And they finally. All right, we'll go. And now it's paying off. And, you know, I do believe that Phil's a good guy. And I do believe he wants to. He doesn't want to. I think he does like the would love to unite gamers. And he's not into this gaming war crap that all the fanboys and stuff are are you know continuing to to carry on which really i think it's not there you know he congratulates sony all the time on things you know and i think the one thing that was true about his statement is i think he does believe that it's good to have sony and nintendo around and i I think all gamers should agree with that if you only had one gaming company uh you're going to get churn like remember back in the atari 2600 where a new game was coming out every two days not churning that crap out every every i think it was like three days and for them to totally wasn't it like three days i I saw uh uh what do you call it i guess it was that et documentary Mm -hmm. i think that's what it was where they were talking about how the games were made in just days. Well, more important. Well, they could back then, but right. Uh, I know it's a, I, I know it's a different world. But if you've only got one gaming company, if there was only Xbox and they ruled all right, one ring to rule them all, you're not going to get the, the the. You don't have to spend as much money now because you have a captive audience. Now you don't have to spend the millions in the game development. You can cut corners and do smaller things because. People are going to buy it because that's all there is. Yeah. You need the competition. So it's good for the industry. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Phil wants that to go away. But I do still believe that if you look at it from 
how do we bring all these games to everyone? Game Pass is it. You don't even need to buy the piece of plastic anymore. It's not about being brand loyal to a piece of plastic. It's about getting into the ecosystem. You don't need the plastic anymore. You just need any piece of hardware, any piece of plastic, really. You can be on a PC. You can be on an iPad. You can be on an iPhone. You can be on an Android tablet. Uh, pretty soon, they're going to be on TVs. Um, isn't it Samsung that's... I think somebody, one of these brands is going to be putting a, the Game Pass on app on the TVs. You know? Yeah, there's some talk you got, All you yeah. need is your controller. It's Bluetooth to your television. Right? Yeah. So if if you put the Game Pass app on Nintendo and Sony, that's that is bringing a bigger audience and expanding those that library and the ecosystem to other players. They don't have to buy the $500 box anymore. They can spend as little as $10 a month for the service. But that and so that's what I really think. I really still think this stuff's going to come exclusive eventually. Um, I really do think it's going to, cause I, and if you want it, you allow the service for your customers. Yep. And that's, that's no different than like Sony saying, well, you want to play God of war, you buy the $500 piece of plastic, except the Microsoft says you just pay $10 a month and you can cancel at any time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which one's better? I'm sorry. The Xbox service model is a lot better than the Sony's. You got to buy a $500 box. Oh, if you can find it. Which is a huge problem now, right? Yep. So, all right. Okay. And that was the last one, right? Yeah. Yes. All four. Then uh, you can also shoot us an email to contact at thisxboxlife.com and also ask questions in our Facebook group as well. And uh, now on with the show. So, Rob, I, I wanted to ask you a question. We we talked last week about there's there's going to be some updates to the quick resume, and I think you have the ability in your mm-hmm. alpha ring already to, like, you can pick, like, which games you want to be attached to it and which ones you don't want attached to it. Oh, I, right? did, I, I noticed mm-hmm. that they had, like, all of the quicker zoom games in their own area but i i didn't notice yeah. that you could turn on and off i mean with i mean honestly with quick resume i don't know if i see a huge benefit to it because the system's so fast anyway <laughs> it's well, well that, you that's know, you know the what question I mean? is, yeah it, is it useful um yeah. like originally what it's designed was is, is cool like mm-hmm. you can hop back and forth between the games like you don't have to wait for it to boot up. It's like I'm playing Breakpoint. I'm just gonna throw some names out, okay? So I'm playing Breakpoint. Rob gets on and says, "Hey, let's play Fortnite." Okay, so I switch over to Fortnite. Bam! I'm supposed to be right in, right? Because I don't have to wait to load. And then I'm gonna go play Forza afterwards, and boom! So I got these three games that are all on quick resume. They just boom take up right where you left off. But that doesn't happen in some games like Fortnite because you have to log in, right? Or Breakpoint. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Okay. So a lot of the games now require you to log in or connect because they're all online connected. 
So quick resume has really kind of been, uh, it's, it's caused problems there. It doesn't work. Uh, you still have to like, especially at the break point is the, and this is the one that I've really noticed it. I have to actually always make sure I quit. So I log off breakpoint. Right. I go to my dashboard, but then I got to hit the, was it the start button or whatever? And then say quit breakpoint. Because what happens is quick resume. When I come back, it, it puts me back and it wants to connect, but it never, it always fails to connect to the online servers every time. It, it refuses to reconnect for some reason, unless I quit the app and relaunch it. So I think what, you know, if you've got a bunch of single player games or you're, you know, you're not playing things that are like service or live service titles, then yeah, I think it's probably pretty cool, but I don't really see that often because like you said, I play Fortnite, I play, I play these games like Far Cry was the same way. You always got to connect to Ubisoft servers, EA games. I mean, even their single player, I think you still are connecting everything to the EA servers, you know, um, it's, so it really kind of, kind of messed up with quick resume. Now I know there was a, if we didn't talk about it last week, maybe I just read it this week. There's an, I know there's updates coming. They've, they've been trying to fix quick resume. It's impacted achievements in the past. Um, and they've, they've, they've fixed that. My understanding now is they're going to be releasing, if it's not already in the alpha ring, it's coming soon that you can select the games that's, that are for quick resume and they're going to stay longer because they'll, they'll expire after so long. I think right. if, if I, think so. I think you're right, but they'll, you so you can have them in there and they can stay there longer and it'll, it'll quick resume longer. But so, but again, I think like you're saying the games all load up so quick that personally I don't, but then again, I don't think I would miss it, but, if they do take it away, that might be when we notice the difference that it yeah, was making. True. So, you know, cause it's always like, well, I'm fine. Things are great. Things are fast. Was it fast because of quick resume? And it's just working differently because we're connecting to online games. You know, that that's the thing. I think if we lost it, it probably wouldn't, we would see how big of an impact it, it is making. Um, but uh, in the survey that was on Pure Xbox, 58% of the people said, it's great. I love it. Um, 17%, it's pretty good. I like it. 7% said, it's okay. It's not bad. And that, that's where I voted because I'm like, I really don't have an opinion on it. 15%, I don't really care. And 4% said they hated it. So um, overwhelmingly, it's a positive feature. And I'm glad they're continuing to tweak it and update it. And hopefully, uh, maybe they can find a, a solution for these because everything's like live service. So that's the way it's going. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you did you see earlier in the week there was an article that EA was blaming Halo Infinite for Battlefield 2042's poor reception? That's yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so there <coughs> um there was a story that was published um by journalist Tom Henderson over it. Have you heard of X-Fire? No. I I when I saw that I was like 
why does X-Fire sound so familiar? I I swear I know that name for something, but I don't like when I go to their site and I see the logo, I I don't recognize it. I'd swear it was like a piece of hardware in the past. Um but uh they were saying that the article said they're revealing details from a recent internal EA's meeting call included a suggestion that uh Halo Infinite was partly to blame for Battlefield 2042's poor launch. And the quote was, let's see. Um, oh, okay. EA's chief studios officer, Laura Malay, Malay, reportedly told staff that there were multiple reasons why Battlefield 2042 suffered a bad start, including the large scale of its ambition, work from home and development, and the sheer number of bugs at launch. But the early critical reception was good, and Halo Infinite was a reason why things began to change. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, and then she said the comparison between both games was not favorable because Halo Infinite <clears throat> was a very polished title, whereas Battlefield 2042 contained bugs and wasn't as polished. <laughs> what do you think? Of, I mean, have you ever heard of that before? You know, I think at a certain point, people should just take ownership <laughs> of stuff and stop this, like, ridiculousness. Well, EA responded to the claim and they said it partly blamed Halo Infinite for their for Battlefield's poor reception stating that the discussion was about key learnings and actions we are taking, not blaming external factors. And I honestly, I think that's the way when I read what was originally said, I agree with this statement by EA because, um, the there, let's see, she said following the game's launch dice rolled out its day one and day zero patches to get the bug count down further. On this, she continued to said that Battlefield 2042 launch in patches meant the game was stable and the early critical reception was good. However, according to EA, things took a turn, and that turn was the surprise release of Halo Infinite. Uh, again, and that's where I said the comparison was one was very polished and one had a bunch of bugs and wasn't. So, you know, internally, this type of stuff I think happens all the time, you know, and here they are. You got another shooter that was highly anticipated coming out very much same time as yours. Um, and one release is very polished to very good reception. Yours comes out and it's just buggy and you have to, you have to read two patches right off the bat and you still, you know, have a kind of a broken game. And I, I think it's kind of ugly and yeah, it's just, I mean, I bought it and I've, I've enjoyed it, but it's it definitely is not doesn't live up to what you know previous battlefield games i think um but i i don't i didn't take it they were blaming halo i just thought this whole thing was kind of funny yeah no may as well blame the popeye's chicken sandwich or something whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> be fighting words yeah <clears throat> no all right. Do you want to take any of the the next ones? Yeah, yeah, we can go through them quick. Uh, so I think we're 
running out of time here. So, you know, a bunch of companies have been getting bought up recently, right? You know, we had uh, who? a whole what? <laughs> who? No one's been bought yeah, up. Yeah, Bethesda, you know, in the gaming <laughs> space, Bethesda, <laughs> now ActiBlizzard, um, Bungie. Bungie. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we talked about it, like who else is like left, right? And Ubisoft is, of course, a big one. And there was a was a shareholders meeting or something or, or no earnings call where they were asked uh, about whether they would uh you know consider the idea of an acquisition by somebody you know because i to me they make you know logical sense that they're next but anyway uh they uh let's see it was kind of so-so response, but they said uh, Ubisoft can remain independent. Our IPs are sought after by the biggest global players in entertainment and tech. Having said that, if there were an offer to buy us, the board of directors would, of course, review it in the interest of all stakeholders. So to me, that says if there's enough zeros, <laughs> then uh, well, enough zeros in front to the left of the decimal point then uh anybody's open for sale you know if they what do you think if somebody wants to buy our show for seven billion do we do it i don't know i mean if they i would i would agree to it if they made the offer today to those that were here in attendance say absolutely sold but you know in other words, just to you to me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brian, we sold the company while you were gone. You weren't here. Yeah. You get nothing. <laughs> you snooze, you lose. <clears throat> there you go. Exactly. I don't know. I yeah. think we're worth more than $7 billion, But, yeah. you know, do we get to stay independent? I mean, if we can do come and go as we want, put shows out when we want, say what we want, um, not have to report into anybody and we just collect the money, then I think we might be able to do that. You know, if if we get bots for seven billion, I'll stay on and I'll do a show every day, <laughs> three hundred plus shows a year, no problem. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I wanna I noticed I sent you and and uh, Bron a picture today. I think it was today. I think maybe it was yesterday. But <clears throat> so those of you out there listening who know Rob and I and Bron have been around for a long time are familiar with the Xbox podcast. Well, it seems that the major Nelson podcast has now taken over that title. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, I was thinking, I wonder if we're going to have to scrap because we have all of our shows available out there. I think on our, I think on our website, you can find the old original shows. Um, yeah. and I think they're in our archive and I was like, Hmm, Microsoft now has the Xbox podcast wonder if they're going to make us remove our old stuff when we owned the name, but well, we can remove see, it. So even major billion. Nelson's following us. Yeah. Like he had, he had to steal our original name. Yeah. How about that. <laughs> and we didn't get no money for that acquisition. What nope. the heck? Nope. All right. Then, uh, next up cyberpunk 2077 came out a while ago. Right. And, yep. uh, that dumpster fire of a game, you know, had, you know, its share of issues, right? When it came out last year and, uh, now you can get it for half off. So it's 50% off. 
as opposed to what 60 bucks 70 bucks it's now 30 yeah and uh the what the patch for the series x just came out right so you can enjoy that goodness and let's see and then and this ends on february 28th so at the end of the month yeah so if you like i bought it before i returned it i i thought about like okay well now the update's out should i get it but i really didn't care for it so i'm like i think i'm just gonna i'll just wait i don't i'm not gonna get it even at half price but those that might want to play it you know the xbox series sx updates are out uh one of the problems on the s if you have a series s i guess it's locked to 30 frames per second on the s for some reason so again it's like even though they've put this update out it's being criticized like other games are running 1080p uh, or even 1440 you know 60 frames on the series s so it still seems like they got work to do that they still are cutting corners so keep that in mind if you're not on a series x you may be locked at 30 frames for a while yeah and then uh i guess what fortnite fans are griping about something else the lack of gyro aiming on the xbox yeah so i saw this just yesterday uh when my daughter booted up her switch i saw this the the this gyro aiming and i was like what the heck and you know it showed the controller and um on the screen and i was like oh well when i booted mine up after because they just did a patch this week so i was like oh and i didn't even see that like that didn't show up on my game and I guess that's why, because it's not on Xbox. Um, the gyro controls were added to the PS4, PS5, and PC, but not and I and the Switch because it was on the Switch, but not on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because Xbox controllers don't have motion sensors. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so there's no way to do it. No, I. I personally like I've been playing this game for three years as is. I don't think I'd want motion controls in it. I, I just, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't have my kids aren't using it. They're 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 not using them. They're still playing with their controllers attached to the, to the switch. So I, to me, this was like a big nothing burger. Yeah. But there was someone in one of the Twitters said, gyro plus stick aiming is much better than stick only aim and brings consoles much closer to mouse precision i mean that's just a twitter so i don't know how true that is but i don't i don't know would you want gyro controls yeah i don't i don't particularly care about it i always struggled with it like on the switch and stuff yeah yeah yeah, I think for maybe, but we're not we're not youngins either. So yeah, maybe for the youngins, it. they would they would do it and like it. But us old farts, you know, doesn't work for us. No. <laughs> so, all right. Any okay. other? No. Anything else? Nope. Let's get out okay, the. Bye.
Okay, Rob, 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 Rob. <laughs> All right, the retail releases for the week of February 21st through the 25th. Well, we got 10 things. I'll do five, you do five. Deal. Okie dokie. We have Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, February 22nd. This is optimized for X and S. Uh, Destiny, while it's available. Who knows? What happened? Monster Crown on February 22nd. This is a... Looks like a Zelda-ish kind of game. Synergia, February 22nd. Uh, Dr. Oil. It's a 2D platformer. Explosive Candy World. Yeah, February 23rd. Another platform. This reminds me of uh, of a game my son used to play on the Roku. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that is not really a great gaming <laughs> platform. <laughs> Experience. Yeah. No. All right. Then on February 24th, we got Istanbul, the digital edition. Um, light up the room, which is optimized for Series XS and has smart delivery. I, yeah. Well, I, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? What is optimized about it? I mean, look at this screenshot. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. I can draw better than that. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it even gets better with the next one. Tux and Fanny on February 24th. <laughs> it's supposed to have been made by a kid. I mean. Oh. So Tux and Fanny, I got to read this. Tux and Fanny just want to play soccer, but their soccer balls deflated. Go on an epic adventure to help them inflate their ball. Play as both Tux and Fanny, as well as a cat and a flea. All four characters will have to work together if you're going to inflate the ball. <laughs> yep. Oh, and then there's, I don't know. I, Two good ones. I, yeah, those are because the rest of what comes out is kind of, a, I don't know. Something called Elden Ring I, on February 25th. Optimized for Xbox Series XS. Has smart delivery. I mean, look at that screenshot. I'm like, you know, what is this? Two two pixels? Yes. <laughs> and I'm joking about this one because lots of people have been excited for Elden Ring. It's finally coming out. It's a fantasy action RPG adventure set within a world created by Hideka Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin. So um, if you have never heard of it, then yeah, you live in a rock. And then last, Grid Legends, um, on also on February 25th, also optimized for Series XS with smart delivery. So I've played now, is this is this next in the Grid series? I think it is. Yeah, I think so. It's by EA, which owns Codemasters, who made Grid. So this must be like the third game in the series. So if you're familiar with the Grid games, that's where it's coming from. It looks good. And that's it. Yeah, that is all. On time. I got four minutes to spare. All right. So thanks to learn your lesson for the music. Uh, I don't have anything else to you. I do not. All right. I'm Rob Olson, Rose Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. I lied. I do have something. If you want to play the raid and breakpoint, hit me up. I'm Mark at KWMan709. Taking off.